What the fuck is up, gamers? Welcome to Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die. It's your number one podcast for the Terminally Online. I'm Sarah, a.k.a. Aw, oh, fuck. <laughs> I forgot about nicknames. Aw, oh, hell, hold on. I'm gonna go to the collective. I have Nick... Uh, I, uh, my name is Sarah, a.k.a. The Voice of Trans. Oh, yeah, you have to go with that one. Yeah. Because it it dropped like within moments of the episode last week, so we... well they they covered it last week. Oh, did they? Oh yeah, yeah right at the end. Yeah, unfortunately um, we cannot talk about the voice of trans this week. God damn it! Um, <laughs> uh, I'm Matt, aka Justin True Woke. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, yeah I came it's up been with like it. A, it's been like a now. month since I've been on the show because I've just been busy in a hell brain. <laughs> I have finally stopped toiling in the evening in the tax mines, and now I toil in the daytime in the tax mines. So, so you can podcast. I can podcast again. I can, like, exist as a human being. Yeah. Working afternoons sucks big ass. Yeah, it does. It does. Just, like, you don't get to eat dinner. I've just, like, mm-hmm. completely overlooked how good being able to, like, eat dinner is. Yeah. You want to talk about some news? I kind of want to talk about a little bit of news, but um, just first things first, uh, you forgot to say not a threat. And I think not it's a very threat, important. Not a threat, just a fact. It's Place very that important in. that we say up front that it is not a threat. Henry Kissinger is Pokemon going to die, and it is just a fact. It's just a fact of life. You can't forget that one. Cannot um, forget it. Very important. But yeah, man, I am news. Very much so. Yeah. Um, so this is, here's a story that I am this very This is the most important story. Yeah, very much so. So the Taylor Swift, uh, st- uh a Taylor Swift stan account is making the rounds on Twitter. Uh, and it is because, uh, the owner, uh, I believe at legit Tay updates has recently been released from prison, uh, shortly, f- uh, uh, about two months after she was sentenced to prison for uh, dodging, like, basically dodging the draft and not joining the IDF. Which, like, I like that she said, I, I, I've been in prison, and then it's like, for what? For not joining the IDF LMAO. <laughs> yeah, like, And she we... was still reportedly, like, getting Taylor Swift updates in prison. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's all that really we had to say, but thankfully it's not just us, because we actually got to sit, uh, we actually got to have Alex sit down with uh, the owner, uh, the person behind uh, Legit Tay Updates, uh, to interview her, and that's uh, coming up right here. I'm here today with the most stan-worthy stan on the internet. Uh, you may know her as Legit Tay Updates, but <laughs> <Wait today. laughs> the most stan-worthy stan. Oh my god. You are pretty stan-worthy, I have to say. That's a a really funny way to describe me. Usually (laughs) when I describe myself, I say bisexual, communist, dumbass. But I mean... Uh, Me too. (laughs) Very related. Uh, We're just going to call you N for this. Well, first of all, thank you for coming on the show. We're really happy to have you. I'm happy to be here. I mean, everything for the leftist agenda, you know? (laughs) Yeah. So I guess you've had a pretty whirlwind few days. I've been out of prison for, what, four days? And it's been, like, nonstop, like, moving and talking and activism. I'm very overwhelmed. And it's not even over. That's the thing. I thought it would be, like, one day it will blow over and it will be fine. But it's still happening like right now for instance <laughs> well yeah i mean i guess at least in the west we don't really hear many stories of people who 
uh, object to joining the IDF. So I think it's really exciting for all of us to hear about. Yes, I think that not a lot of Israelis are on Twitter just in general or on, on many social medias, medias that aren't Instagram, for instance. That's pretty popular in Israel. So you don't hear about our experiences. Yeah. But it's something pretty common. I'm pretty sure everyone knows someone who sat in prison or refused to enlist or something. Okay, well, that's one of the things I wanted to ask you about. So how is it seen in Israel? Like you said, it's quite common. So, Well, if you don't enlist for like proper reasons, then people, they will kind of look down on you but they'll accept it uh-huh. like if you have some sort of, of mental health issue then they'll be like we understand but they would still like they, they would prefer you would serve but if you object completely they think you're lazy they'll call you a traitor i've been called ungrateful on twitter quite a lot like that yeah because they feel like they're doing their part and i'm not you know and I am doing my part. I'm just not doing my part for the IDF. I'm doing my part for Palestine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So when did you know that you were going to object? I think I was around 17. I started to be aware of, of things going on in Palestine when I was about 16. But only when I was about in the summer when I was you know, like 16 and a half, I think. I met actual Palestinians and that really changed my mindset. And from there, I just kept researching and learning and getting educated. And then I just knew that that was what I was going to do. And I tried to be a a moral objector. Yeah. But first of all, it was a bit late in the process. So they kind of didn't believe me from the get-go. And they kept asking me questions. Uh, Like they put you in front of a panel and they ask you all kinds of questions about your morals and to try and prove you're not a a pacifist. And they proved I wasn't a pacifist. (laughs) I mean, that you should be able to object just from political grounds anyway. I was reading an article uh, about how you said that you would punch a Nazi. Well, yes, wouldn't you? I mean... (laughs) (laughs) I feel like even the strongest pacifist should be able to punch a Nazi. Yes, I feel like we should get a free pass for that, to be honest. Yeah. (laughs) There are some people who deserve to be punched, and that is okay. That is how humanity works. Some people are great, like Taylor Swift, and others deserve to be punched, like Nazis. (laughs) That is a great quote. I really hope someone prints that somewhere. I think that's a great quote. I think that's like a splash line you should use. (laughs) Yes, I'll I'll put it on my ceiling. It'll be really nice, I think, looking up, being like, there are good people, like Taylor Swift. And then people who should punch, like Nazis. (laughs) So uh, we can skip this if you like, but what was prison like? Prison was so boring. Like, what we did, they would make (laughs) it. It was. It was the most boring. Everyone thinks that prison is so terrible. And they, like, you know, hit you with, like, rulers and stuff. It wasn't, like, bad. It was just very boring. They would wake us up at, like, 5 in the morning or 5.30 or something stupid early. And they would count us. And then they would let us get ready for the day. And then they would count us again. And then we would go have breakfast. And then they'd count us again. And then we'd have some free time. Or we'd do some work. Like, we'd fix fences or, or kitchen duty or stuff like that. And then they'd count us again. They just counting us. Yeah, that does sound boring. It was so stupid. How do you think we're going to... Ex- do they think we're going to escape? I don't understand. Were you just there with other Israeli citizens or were there Palestinians? So it's a military prison. It's not like a state prison. So there were only um, people who committed crimes while in the IDF and people who refused to join the IDF, stuff like that. Okay. It was under military. It wasn't like regular Israeli prison. Not that I've been there. Who knows now? (laughs) 
I mean, I'm not going to ask your entire criminal record. <laughs> That's for you to know. In the fourth grade, I was suspended for punching some. So that, here we go. Were they a Nazi? No, but they, they, my friend, my best friend uh, has dyslexia. Uh-huh. And uh, this kid said something really mean about and I punched him. And then they asked me to apologize. And I said, no. <laughs> so they suspended me for two days. <laughs> that, I mean, it sounds like you were always a bit of a fighter. So I think that's cool. <laughs> well, I mean, I was very much more aggressive then. Now I know how to do it a bit more peacefully. But again, if he, if that kid would be like here right now and he'd say the same thing about my best friend, I'd still punch him in the face. I'll be honest. <laughs> As I said, some people deserve to be punched in the face and that is okay. And others don't like Taylor Swift. Like Taylor Swift. <laughs> so speaking of Taylor, I, I, I have to say I loved your letter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm happy that it made people happy. Like, your sense of humour is really apparent, and it's been kind of great to look at your tweets and everything. <laughs> yes, yeah, so um, I do think that I uh, I look at it from a humour perspective, because the other alternative is really sad, so, you know, yeah. you better laugh about it. Okay, I have to ask, I, um, <laughs> is it true that you got a Larry fanfic? Well, I didn't get it, but someone snuck it into prison uh, in a binder, a really big binder, and it was called, like, a... Jewish history in Eastern Europe or Western Europe or something like that to try and, you know, not talk about how it's porn. But it was porn. It was very clearly porn. And the thing is that no one even no, no one even knew that it was about like One Direction. They were just like oh, they just thought it was like random characters that, that are recurring but in different situations. So they were like, oh, this is cool because like, it's like a collection of, uh, of short stories where uh, there are the same people and they have very similar personalities in every story, but they do, they have different jobs or they react differently to, to situations and stuff like that. But also there was only... Holy shit. Yes, it was, <laughs> it was so big. It was, oh God. And people would trade it for cigarettes and stuff because you get bored in prison and if someone sneaks in porn, you want to read it. Oh yeah. <laughs> I personally didn't, but I mean... It was funny. I got to see it. I remember names of a few stories. It, this is a funny thing. Uh, someone told me that on Tumblr, uh, Larry Shippers, they started a tag called the 24-story sto- prison tag, where they choose 24 fanfics that they would take <laughs> to prison. Yes, and they've been making memes about it and everything. It's kind of funny how I'm, I'm a bit of a, like an online celebrity in their community now, uh, which is very funny. <laughs> I like them. They're funny people. That's so great. I think that the people would like to know and go on the tag and see what stories the people chose. <laughs> <laughs> I did want to ask, uh, what is your take on uh, musicians who perform in Israel? Because that's sort of a big hot button issue, at least over here. And I wanted to know what it was like from your perspective. So I, I'm ashamed to say that about a year ago, I would get very angry at artists who would cancel their performances in Israel or just wouldn't perform at all. But then I realized that when they perform in Israel, the government makes money off of them, and they also sort of, like, give validation to things that Israel does, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it's, it's like the whole thing with Brunei right now. I mean, it's not to the same extent, because Israel doesn't have, like, a law against, like, that if you see a, if you see a Palestinian, you kill him. Mm-hmm. But, like, 
it does have that discrimination and that history of violence. And if, if an artist wouldn't boycott Israel, I would be a little suspicious because that feels a bit greedy to me. And while it does hurt me because I don't get to see people in concert a lot, I understand it, you know, like I don't mind it as much. I think that people should uh, be political and they should stick to their morals, even if that means that they make less money or don't perform somewhere where they, their fans really want them to perform. Yeah, that's great. I mean, I think from us, like outside of Israel, knowing what we can do, I mean, I'm I mean, I'm not a celebrity, I need to tell you this. Um, oh, God, I've been tricked. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm probably never going to perform in Israel anyway, but I, from smaller things like the BDS movement, it's it's good to know um, that, yeah, a lot of things do affect the Israeli government. Obviously, you're depriving like your fans of music, but at the end of the day... <laughs> Israel is depriving Palestinians of their human rights. So what do you think is worse, you know? Exactly. I get it. Like, I don't agree with every single thing where they boycott Israel because there are good people here. But mm. again... If it ha- if it if it helps the government, I don't want it. You know, I'm very much against the government right now, and we'll see what happens in the election. But I'll probably still be against it even after the election. <laughs> yeah, it's just because no political party has any opinion on Palestine. Only the Arabic parties have an actual opinion, and maybe like Meretz, which is like the main left Israeli party. Mm-hmm. But most most of the parties, they don't talk about what they'll do with Palestine. They'll talk about security, which I know what that means. That means that they will fight against terror, but they won't care about casualties and stuff, which they don't. I was wondering if you could tell us a bit more about your uh, child relief fund, because I think it's great that you've been using, you know, the attention you've been getting to put it to a good place. Oh, I love the PCRF. I love it so much. Uh, I talked to the founder, Steve. Uh, the other day, he's such a rock star. He's so cool. He used to be a reporter near Gaza, and he would see how IDF soldiers treat children there, and he couldn't stand for it, so he made the, the Palestine Children's Relief Fund. And it's it's probably my favorite charity, not just because it's not political or religiously motivated, but because uh, they're very transparent about everything they do. You can look at their IRS forms, you can see exactly where their money is going, like they they tell you what they're doing. 86% of all of their expenses are directly to services, and that is like amazing, that's unheard of in today's charities. And not to mention that helping kids is like the best cause, you know? Yeah, that's that's great. I was looking at it, and it's, I mean, it's like, whatever, there's so many nuances, and you know, whatever you agree upon, we really need to protect children and I think what they're doing is amazing and I'm really glad that you put it to our attention. Yes, I even started my own little uh, fundraiser uh, within it just because I think people feel more motivated to donate if there's like a goal or something. Yeah. It's called uh, Right for Childhood. One of my followers on Twitter suggested that name. Also Bisexual Communists for Palestine was suggested. <laughs> So that also let's go lesbians let's go you know a lot of good names for uh, for the charity but okay so we raised almost $1,500 in a day I'm so happy that I can do this because wait am I allowed to say that I get paid to do this <laughs> yes you can say <laughs> okay well I just want people to know that I'm not doing any of oh wait we actually did pass 1500 oh my god it's so great oh that's great 
Yes, so we're almost at uh, at ten percent of uh, of the goal. I mean, any any money raised will go to the PCRF. Mm-hmm. But if we do reach twenty thousand dollars, that would be absolutely crazy. I I really hope so. I'm fingers crossed. We'll definitely do our best to get it out there and let people know. So I do want to tell the listeners. Um, yep. I, I'm not getting paid at all for any activism, any money offered to me to do a podcasts or interviews or anything like that. All of that money goes to the PCRF. I want absolutely no like money or, or whatever from this. I don't think that being a decent human being should be rewarded with money when I'm I'm not rich, but I'm okay. But people in Palestine aren't okay, and they're the ones who need it more. So any offers of money, people tell me, I just direct them to the PCRF. So I would like to thank the podcast for, uh, instead of paying me, donating it to the PCRF. That's really great. You're going to help children in the Middle East. It's amazing. Thank you. Oh, you don't have to thank us. I mean, we want to do that anyway. And But still. <laughs> yeah, well, thank you for coming on. I think that's all our questions. Uh, unless, do you want to tell us what your favourite Taylor album is? Oh, it's 1989, hands down. It's <laughs> perfection. perfection. I mean, oh my God, it has the best song. I know places, it has blank space, it has bad blood, it has Shake It Off, which is the best song ever created. You, Whenever you listen to it, you immediately feel better, no matter what. It's just, it's science. You're right. That is science. <laughs> I'm totally a scientist. You can trust me. I've done my research and Shake It Off is the best song ever. <laughs> I think you're right. Um, so I think I think that's everything. And do you have anything else to tell our listeners? Uh, we'll put a link to the fundraiser in the episode description. Yes, that would be uh, great. Other than that, I just want people to stay informed. I mean, read reports from the UN about the situation in Palestine read news from, from uh, Israeli uh, outlets and also Palestinian outlets. Just stay educated, and not just about Israel-Palestine, but about anything you care about, like the, the upcoming election or whatever. Yeah, I think you're right. I totally agree with you. And The best weapon is knowledge. Yeah, and your fists. <laughs> and But that's only for Nazis. Please don't use your fists for, <laughs> for voting in the presidential election. That seems not to that. Yeah, I don't know how you could use your fists for that, but you can definitely use your brain and uh, put your votes where they count. Thank you so much for coming on. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I had a great time. You're really funny. <laughs> oh, you too. Thank you. Do you want to plug your Twitter or anything? Um, if you like uh, parody updates about Taylor Swift, uh, follow me at Legite Update. If you want me to hear complain about communism, I also have a second account which isn't updated. It's, uh, it's I Know Places MP6. It used to be MP3. I was suspended. So here we are. <laughs> Every time I'll get suspended, I just add another number and then we'll be I Know Places MP12 someday. <laughs> I hope it gets to 69. I mean, I hope we don't get suspended that many times, but we'll at least be funny. <laughs> yeah, so I, over there I complain about uh, authoritarian communism <laughs> and uh, and why Taylor Swift isn't releasing any new music. And just generate things if you want to to just see who I am beyond the update account. That I mean, that sounds great. I will definitely follow you. Uh, awesome, I'll follow you there. And, uh, and we just... We, we wish her the best in we, all she does. We truly do wish her the best. Uh, especially um, because she made uh, a, a post saying that all the people in her jail don't even listen to Carly Rae Jepsen's emotion. <laughs> and 
like just talking about music and she's like i'm literally in hell they don't even listen to emotion in here this is the most this is literally the most interesting person on the uh, in the world (laughs) like we stan this stan we stan this stan so hard that that's based yeah it's so wonderful yeah um, <laughs> so here's another fun story that's been, uh, it, it kind of flared up and then went away, which is, uh, a little concerning because it brought something to light, but, uh, so, Jim Carrey, uh, and the headlines again, Woo! not because of his wife, not because of his, uh, is it wife or ex-wife? ex-wife. I never remember. Ex-wife. Uh, spouting anti-vaccination things. Um, is Jim Carrey unproblematic or is he still an anti-vaxxer? I don't honestly know, but he does seem to hate fascism, and so... We can't say if it's good or bad, actually. Yeah, but anyways, um, Carrie drew uh, the hanging of Mussolini's corpse at the Piazzale Loreto. Uh, apologies if I butchered that pronunciation. I don't know a single word of Italian. It fucking ruled. Yeah. <laughs> it was good. It was some good-ass art. Uh, and uh, Alessandra Mussolini, the granddaughter of Benito Mussolini, the fascist leader of Italy, uh, reached out to Jim Carrey to inform him that he is a bastard. <laughs> The thing you gotta know about Mussolini is that he bungled every single major battle he ever did and then died like a chump, so... I literally know... I gotta be honest, I know nothing of... Like, Mussolini is the one player in World War II who I feel like I never learned anything about except for the fact that he was a fascist bastard. Yeah, no, he sucked total ass, and then essentially uh, in 1943 he was forced out of leadership by like the remainder of Italians. They're just, and then like, he was they, killed they and him. hung and then he was killed and hung by his feet at the Piazzale Loreto. By communists. By let's communists. be fit. let's be true. He got hung by, he got hanged by communists. Um it, because yeah. he was he was essentially trying to escape Italy. Well uh yeah. Well uh well well uh well Alessandro Mussolini, uh who henceforth will be just referred to as Mussolini if we ever have to talk about her granddad, we will refer to him yeah. as Benito. Uh, but Mussolini uh, sent him uh, a picture of it. Just looked like an a, an atom, like a nuclear bomb going off. Uh, someone yeah. la- I, I, I I accidentally when I was looking for information about this, I accidentally wound up on a Daily Caller webs on the Daily Caller, and, the, oh, and yeah. they said that that was explicitly a picture of the bombings of Hiroshima and Nagasaki. But it was just one picture, so I don't really know. I mean, is that how that goes? Is that both Hiroshima and Nagasaki? It, it's <laughs> Who knows? It's, Either way, she responded with a number of American war crimes to this Canadian man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which, like, which he, like, that's that's the first part that's really good about it. Yeah. And then the second part being, like, Jim Carrey's grandfather was not directly implicated in the carrying out of these actions. Right. Like, Whereas her, her, her pop-pop, her opa, her fucking, but, oh, what's, what's Matt, the Italian grandpa? Matt, her, I don't know. Her, 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 uh, her, her grandpa got the pop-pop head shop, for real. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Matt, Matt did remind me, it is no-no. No-no. Like, N-O, or no-no. No-no. Yeah, just like N-O, N-N-O. Um, but so, this, uh, she also asked him if he was aware of the history of hashtag Rosa Park, you get one. <laughs> Like a singular? <laughs> One Rosa Park. It was just a single Rosa Park. She probably literally thinks it's a park. The funniest thing in the world is that she attached an image where the woman's name was spelled. Like, it, there were the, where, where Rosa Parks' name was. It was on the picture, and she said, do you know the history of hashtag Rosa Park? 
You get one. And like not to not to like dogpile on these fascist assholes for for grammar. It's just a really funny thing to me. Well, yeah, to, like to be fair, English is not her first language. Right. But at the same but time, but also a proper noun. Like like Italian yeah, it's is a not proper my noun. Italian is not my first language, but I'm still calling her Alessandra Mussolini. <laughs> yeah. God. Um yeah, so she's a far-right member of parliament since 2008. Um, her husband was implicated in a child prostitution ring. Uh, still married yeah. to him. Well, that was in 2013. Uh, she was also a pop singer in, like, the 80s. Uh, she quit her former political party when uh, her party leader called fascism, quote, the absolute evil and apologized for Italy's role in World War II. Oh, good. Oh, oh, ooh. Ooh, that's good. That's... You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna open my beeb to that. Sorry, one. Sorry, Euro- European Parliament, not Italian. Thank you for reminding me. Uh, um, and up until that point, uh, Mussolini had been had been like pretty socially progressive, like in terms of like you know feminism and like you know same like LGBTQ yeah. rights. And then like they, someone just said, "Sorry about our war. Sorry about our role in world in one of the like one of the greatest atrocities mankind has ever committed." And she was like. Fuck it! You're calling my granddad. You're calling my pop pop a mean man. He already died once. Why is he gonna die again? And was like, you made me racist. Now Mussolini is Pokemon going to die twice. <laughs> Mussolini shadows die twice. Yeah, yeah, no, it's Mussolini shadows die twice. Can you imagine Sekiro, but all the enemies are just exaggerated caricatures of Benito Mussolini, oh, and then was... you just get to fuck them all up. I was thinking it was the other way around, where you, where the main character is Benito Mussolini, but like he doesn't have a sword or anything. He just kind of sucks, and the only thing you can do is get killed by communists. Yeah, yeah, no, just huge jacked communists. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, f- another, another, one more fun fact about uh, Miss Mussolini before we get off of this, before we uh, get off the facts here. Um, she used to be an actress, but she quit yeah. when her producer suggested that she change her last name. <laughs> Like all of all of Hitler's descendants, at least have the decency to yeah, like, like pretend like, they don't know him. And even if they weren't like honestly, like if my if my name just so happens to if I just happen to if like even if I'm not related, but like if I just so happen to share a last name with like a a like someone horrible, like if if my last name just so happened to be Stalin, I would be like, well. You know, like, sometimes you just got to be like, why do I got to change my name? I'm not the one who sucks. <laughs> But in this case, Miss. In, in this case, case, in this case, Mrs. Mussolini. I have to say, Mrs. Because remember, she has a husband who was yeah. who did at one point plead guilty. He later like made a plea deal or something. I don't exactly have all yeah. the details on that. But um, he again, her husband pled pleaded guilty at one point to being a client of a child prostitution ring. They are still yeah. married, but Mrs. Mussolini did not uh, step up and just say, "You know what? I got. I, you know what? You're right." They see that name, they're not going to be happy about it, I'll change my name. But instead was like, fuck this, I came out to act, I'm having a great time, attacked right now, whatever, some shit like that. Yeah, etc. I mean, you could always do the power move of changing your name to someone who is shitty, and then it's your name now. Like musician Scott Walker. Yeah. He's the, he's the main Scott Walker. The other Scott Walker doesn't exist. Also, rest in peace to the musician Scott Walker. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so Miss Mussolini, I, it's just like, I don't know. Like, I feel like if you are a descendant of like the, fa- of a fascist leader, like you should not be allowed in politics. I mean, the, she thinks fascism is good is the long and short of it. And also has gotten literally elected on that premise. You know what? You've got a good point there. Like Italy is into it. Yeah. Which sucks. And like... 
this is a very funny story, but also it's just like, damn, they really let, like, Mussolini's offspring, like, first, like, you can't have, you obviously cannot have the child of a dictator be in the, like, a child of a fascist dictator be your, be in politics, but, like, grandchild, once you start getting the third generation, then I think there's some room for argument, but, like, if, if, like, not if they suck. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Not if they suck, but like, like what if what if Alessandra Mussolini had that name and then just decided to be really communist about it? Like that would fucking slap. That would slap you know, so hard. I gotta be real, that does slap. Did you happen to see that video of uh uh Joseph Stalin? <laughs> I brought up Stalin earlier, but I'm no, I, it wasn't Stalin. Sorry, no, it was Marx. Uh Karl Marx's yeah. very different people, but Karl Marx's uh uh grandson uh just does parkour videos on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, that is that is a good thing to know. Yeah, I'm really happy about that one. But yeah, um, I feel like it. We haven't been talking enough about how the feud is with Jim Carrey. Yeah, Jim Carrey is Jim yeah. Carrey. Jim Carrey drew a face on his butt and then moved his cheeks in and out to make it look like he was talking. And now he's drawing political cartoons in which fascists are hanged on Twitter and then getting into arguments with members of the European Parliament. Do you want okay, so remember how I mentioned about two minutes ago that I like I actually wound up on the Daily Caller because I was just clicking yes. links and I didn't recognize what the source was? Um, they referred to Jim Carrey in the first paragraph, they referred to him as the Ace Ventura Pet Detective star, and in the second paragraph, they referred to him as the Fun with Dick and Jane star. You know, Ooh. the movie <laughs> the, the movie that James Carrey is so famous for. He is famous. He is, he is famously in the movie of Fun with Dick and Jane, which I have seen in theaters. Hey, I've seen that movie a lot. I like that movie. I saw it in theaters. I paid theater money I, to see sorry, it. Sorry, I should rephrase. I liked that movie. Very it's big not rephrase. very good. I don't. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think it is. It does have the good song of Time Bomb in it. Yeah. Do you think we could get Jim Carrey on HKIP? You know, I think we could. Jim Carrey go on HKIP. Jim Carrey, go on HKIP. Listen, um, listen, we keep are... Keep doing listen. what you're doing as long as what you're doing isn't anti-vax. Yeah, I I feel like I unfollowed him, like, last year on Twitter after he was like, check out my new anti-vax documentary, but I I have yeah. no sense of time ever since the 2016 election, so that could have been I feel like ago. that was, like, four years ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so who knows? We have to deal with another... We have to deal with another year and a half of election. Look... I'm dealing with an election that's happening this year. Oh, I am so, so sorry. So shut up. <laughs> I am genuinely so sorry. We live in hell constantly. Oh, oh, Canada? It's, oh, man. I mean, I guess I could get into this now because I did want to talk about the Canada stuff. Yes. And I did make my name Justin True Woke this week. Justin True Woke. I, pre- I, I stand. Okay, so I as even though I uh, do listen to every episode of this podcast, I can't remember how much of this has been discussed. Um... But the Liberal Party in Canada is having an extremely normal one right now. The most normal of all normal ones. Okay, so the long and short is the Justice Minister, Jody Race, uh, Wilson Raybould, was uh, booted from Parliament, like booted from the Liberal Caucus, as well as a um, member, another member of the cabinet, Jane Philpot. So remember how uh, Justin Trudeau's whole thing was uh, having his gender balanced cabinet? I don't remember like that, that but one, I, I believe that it, it was one of the things he went with when he when he selected his cabinet. Anyways, it's not anymore because two prominent women left and then were suddenly kicked out of the Liberal Party. Hmm, makes you makes you at really makes you at Septimus huge emoji thinking. Yeah. Um. So the thing with uh, with Jody uh, Wilson Raybould 
uh, is that she was being moved off of one portfolio. I can't remember which portfolio exactly, um, but it was because she wanted to not interfere in criminal proceedings against SNC-Lavalin, which is a uh, engineering and construction firm, um, because Gino has some semblance of ethics, and Trudeau was basically like, but jobs. And that's like that's the kind of argument that has given away like billions and billions of dollars to huge corporations in Canada. Like it happens constantly. Uh-huh. Uh, GM got a huge amount of money after like the you know how there's like the whole bailout in the states. They also got a ton of money from the Canadian government to keep their operations, and then they closed their plant in Oshawa and fired like several thousand people. Oof. So. Um, she did not want to participate in this and basically told him so and then eventually resigned from cabinet and then eventually was fully kicked out of the party for essentially dragging Trudeau's name through the mud. And then uh, Jane Philpott, who's another member of cabinet, quit similar similarly for a similar reason. And then basically she was like, like, Justin Trudeau has a women problem. And he's like, but I have all these women in my cabinet who are doing big things. And his, like, fake woke shit is super tired at this point. Yeah. Um, because it's clearly just a mask. Like, it's it's clearly just posturing. Like, that's that's kind of how liberals here and, like, liberals as the pejorative there. Liberals like be liberals like. as the party here, but liberals as the pejorative in the states. So basically, like the Democrats, uh, and just like puts on his posturing and then does not take accountability yeah, for anything that happens as a result of it. It's all style, no substance, except for it's also no style. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, we we all saw how he dressed. We have an emoji of it now. <laughs> um. So, um, later in the week. So, like, I think this article just dropped today. Uh, Canada expects foreign meddling in October election, Christian Freeland says. So that's our foreign affairs minister. Hmm. One of the people he cited as women doing good work in his cabinet. Um, so they're, they're pushing the Russia angle nice and early so that when they lose this election, because progressive voters are going to go to the NDP, the New Democratic Party, which is like our center left kind of party who's, like, generally pretty cool, and, like, some of their MPs are, like, genuine socialists, but as a whole is that, are is kind that, of an underwhelming party. Is that, like, the is that like the leftmost of the big parties in Canada? Yeah, they're, they're our functionally our Labour yeah. Party. Apologies for all the questions that I have to ask whenever... Oh, no, no, it's, it's fine. Um, American, politi- American politics is extremely complicated to keep my head on, and so when this, when this general election comes, when this general election comes up, that's, that's gonna be, um, Trudeau up against Ford? No, Ford is the leader of the Progressive Conservatives, which hilarious name are the uh, the the Ontario Conservative Party, and he already he already won his election. Okay. So he he gets to run roughshod over Ontario for four years. He's already done a lot of damage. We'll get some some of that later. Um, but essentially, he's gonna be up against a guy named Andrew Shear. Which, if you ever saw a picture of. Uh, Stephen Harper, our previous leader who looks like a cyborg pretending to be human. Uh, this guy's worse because he's also Google. just like a like a Bible boy. Uh, is it PH or V? Stephen Harper, uh, it's PH. Let's do quick. And I also want you to Google Andrew Shear. That's S-C-H-E-E-R. Yeah, he kind of looks like one of those robots that they brought out to... Uh, oh, what's the big like electronic conference that happens every year in Vegas? He is a less convincing human than Sophia the Cyborg. Yeah, that's Sophia the Cyborg is what I was trying to come up. Uh, CES, yes, Commercial Electronics Show. Thank you, Matt. Um, so Stephen Harper is one of yeah. He does kind of 
he kind of just looks like <sighs> he looks like he could be Sophia's dad. Like it just kind of looks like like sliders minimized Theresa May. <laughs> and yeah, Andrew Shear kind of just looks like um, if you took like a fifth grader and then like grabbed him with the MS Paint like lasso tool uh, and then just stretched him out. Can you spell that for me? It's not spelled the way that I thought it was. S C H E E R. Oh, S C H E E R. I thought it was Shearer. <clears throat> oh wow. <laughs> Ooh. Right? He's just an adult baby. He's just this is this is just a little man. Holy fucking Christ. He's just a little man who got put in a big boy suit. Which is really funny because that's more or less the general criticism that the conservatives lobbed against Justin Trudeau in the last election. <sighs> so yeah, that you sound like you've got a great election on the table. Yeah, well, the the thing that sucks the most is, like, the NDP is generally pretty good, but they're doing that thing that center-left parties like to do, where they think going to the center will do good. Mm-hmm. And so they go to the center on a lot of issues, and it sucks ass, and I wish they would just, you know, be good. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes, but I'm not super confident about it. Um, and, of course, since, like, the liberals are already going this Russia angle... Um, the funniest thing about it is that they're going to be like, don't vote for the NDP because you'll just be splitting the left vote. When one of the things that Justin Trudeau literally campaigned on was changing our electoral system so it wasn't first past the post anymore. Yeah, first past the post is one of the dumbest fucking piece of shit election. Like, it's just. Well, especially because, like, we. Like, our. You have um, options. Our, like, uh, like the way the way our members of parliament work is 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 like already like region proportional. It's kind of like the House of Representatives that way. Okay, yeah. So it's it's based on total population that you serve. I think it's usually supposed to be like one hundred and ten thousand is the amount of people that you're supposed to apply to. So we have three hundred and thirty eight, I think, okay. in our parliament. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, it's already a proportional system, so just having it so that it's not, you're not strictly electing as part of your region. And, all, of course, the regions are all carved out in ways that make it easier for conservatives and liberals to win. Right. Like, you'll see how some of the Toronto districts look, and it's like, let's carve out all, like, the poor brown people and put them in one district together. Hell yeah, it's, baby. Yeah, it's super good. And also, Toronto lost lost the Ontario election by largely going for Ford, and they're going to fuck us over again in the federal election, and I can just feel it. Toronto sucks ass. Worst city. Oh, man. We, we, live, in, we live in hell constantly. Yeah, so I'm, it, it's I'm like, excited it's to like, be like, extremely like, normal online. I know I say that a lot, but it's just like, the, 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 I, like, there's a drill tweet that's just, girls are my wife constantly, and like that is the platonic ideal of the life I would like to lead. And we live in hell constantly is, like, the polar opposite of girls are my wife constantly. Yeah, no, it's just the literal opposite. You want to talk about windmills? Um, I would love to talk about windmills, because Trump, but you know who would love to talk about windmills even more? Our, our, our huge wet president? Our huge wet president deals would just love to talk about windmills, because he's got a tight five. Well, maybe if on. he stands next to the windmills, the windmills will cool him off and he won't be so wet anymore. <laughs> hell yeah. Um, but, uh, so our, our white president's got a tight five. He's heading on down to the Laugh Factory to talk, uh, to do a tight five about windmills. Just, uh, you, you know, try out his chops. Uh, he got, a he got a spot there. He's been working, he's been working hard at uh, the local circuit, finally moving up to the big leagues, the Laugh Factory. 
Yeah. Um, because he just keeps going on and on every time, every chance he gets. He has some really buck wild ass claims about windmills going on lately. Windmills. Okay, what obvi- definitely happens is like before he goes on the stage, someone from the oil lobby is like right there in the wings, and they just whisper something into his ear. Yeah, something incomprehensible like, about windmills, something that no one else w- but him would believe about windmills. Well, not no. The thing one is, else. is I've something heard all these in- things before. Something that his entire base would believe about windmills. I have heard almost all these things before because there was a huge windmill debate in southern Ontario as well. You know what? And it was just as stupid. God, that is fucking terrible. So the noise causing cancer, heard it. I am Your property value going down by 75%, heard it. Everything turns off if the wind stops blowing. People didn't, like, go with that one because it's by far the stupidest, but I've heard it. I I don't know. I I feel like that one is, like... I mean, it's a very rudimentary understanding of how power works, but, like, I feel like yes. that one is at least, like, you can draw a point from A to B as opposed to the noise causes cancer? Yeah, no, that one's really popular for some reason. How? I think it's, like, when, uh, the thing is, whenever any whenever anything that causes any kind of noise or, like, digital signal comes out, someone will make a study linking it to cancer because no one knows how science works. Uh, because they're just, like, science is a bitch sometimes, unless I agree with it. So they'll find, like, one study that says it causes cancer, and then they'll just use that as their kind of... They'll use that as their main point. And so, like, this has ha- this happened with Wi-Fi in schools, too. They're just like, yeah, the Wi-Fi causes cancer. And they got... There were some schools somewhere that managed to get the Wi-Fi taken out for a couple of years what based on that. What the fuck? It's so it's unbelievably stupid, and so like yeah, it's apparently not supposed to be the noise so much as the vibrations. Like I know that's like a technicality because all noise is vibrations, but like just like the low frequency vibrations. Yeah, that, yeah, that it it, like it, it it hyper vibrates you with just the exact right frequency for your liver to clip into your stomach, and then you have yeah, cancer yeah. of the liver stomach. You, you know what you know what death grip says. We need to vibrate higher. You do. We don't need to vibrate higher. <laughs> Until the fourth dimension. And yeah, your house going down 75% in value is particularly stupid because um, there was a bunch of people in Kingston, Ontario, who had like island property. So like in like the Bay of Lake Ontario and got a windmill put on their property and it was making them so much money, like just as they were the own like functional owners of the windmill right. and were selling it back. <laughs> and they sold all their property and replaced all of it with windmills. Wait, 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 wait. So they, they had property and they just, like, privatized the energy on the island? I think it's something like they had a... There was some kind of incentive to building windmills and then selling the power back to the, co- okay, uh, to okay. the grid. Okay, I didn't realize the grid was the middle person. I thought it was just like, yeah, we... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was a grid as a middle person. No and gods, so- no masters, just... just- just, just huge fucking windmills. Um, and yeah, they ended up like not living on the island anymore, and the island has a ton of windmills on it now. Um, but anyway, um, long and short of this whole thing, I'd like to uh, wish a happy 20th anniversary to the premiere of Futurama and channel Morbo when I say, Windmills do not work that way! Um, so the thing that I just realized in the middle of this is that um, Trump is literally tilting at windmills right now <laughs> like like i mean his entire presidential career has been tilting at windmills but now he is just literally tilting at windmills yeah so 
I don't know. There's there's some giant. I, I imagine the next thing is going to be like. I imagine his next. I imagine like his next stump speech is. I don't even know what a stump speech is. I just said it because it sounded right. I just imagine that his next like speech is going to be like, there are colossus in our fields waving their arms. We need to climb up on their back and stab the glowing white spot. The thing is, the thing about windmills is that they might be giants. <laughs> Which, fun fact, the 1980-something movie, They Might Be Giants, is based on that, like, that, that line, and oh. that's where the band got their name. Oh so, like, I'm, I'm, I'm very smart. That's a very good joke. Um, while we're on the topic of Trump, um, so, he posted a video, and Brit Boilerplate, we don't want to get too deep into this, because... I see, yeah, I extremely don't want to talk about it in general, but we can get to it uh, in I, I, brief. I, I, I want to talk about this video. I don't want to talk about the stuff that led up to it. So basically what happened, I'm sure you've all heard by now, but Joe Biden has been accused by a lot of women at this point of just being generally creepy towards them. I feel like we've literally talked about this before. Not, um, but like now it's at a point, but since he's like, you know, running for president at the point where we, right, well, he's the, not the, literally the, um, yet. The Flores, uh, Miss Flores, uh, her, yeah. her, her, her uh, allegations was really like the first, like, there's always kind of been like, it's kind of like been like a known secret that like Joe Biden's a little bit handsy, but like, yeah. that's a... It's, I don't know. The Flores thing definitely elevated because now more and more people are coming out of the woodworks about it, and yeah. like for a day or two, people were like, "Well, at least Trump can't." Like liberals, blue check marks were like, "Well, at least Trump can't attack him on this front because Trump has like done a billion times worse." And God, then, was that just one of the fucking Krasensteins or something that did it originally? Because it sounds like a Krasenstein thing. I don't think that was a Krasenstein, but the Krasensteins did like quintuple down on their defense of of uh, of a uh, fucking whatever the fuck his whatever the fuck his nickname is, like Bro Diamond Biden. Joe Biden. Bro Diamond. How about Bro Diamond? Because he's such a bro. It could be Bro Diamond. Bro, but it's Bro from Homestuck. Bro Biden and Bro Biden and Bro Obama going through going through Bro time and like solving all the Bro crimes of all Bro history. Like they, yeah, they they like were that. they were at the, they were at the Getty's Brogue address. <laughs> Is that anything? It it's something. <laughs> I don't know if it's good, but it's something. Yeah. Oh, oh, they were they were they were they were responsible for the sinking of the dude's Zatania. <laughs> nice. Thank you. I have not watched the video because it was posted while I was at work and I forgot to watch it. So what is the contents of this video? So the video, the original video was Joe Biden just like apologizing, like a really generic boilerplate. The way that men apologize, no offense to you, Matt, I know you're a man, but you know, the way that men apologize whenever they get called out for being fucking creepers. Yeah. Um, and it was just like, I'm sorry, my intentions were never to hurt anyone. I was just blah, 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 blah. But the video that Trump posted was a video that was doctored by some fucking QAnon right-wing chud fucker. Um, yeah. And it was uh, Joe Biden, like, creepily sniffing, like, a doctor Joe Biden creepily sniffing the Joe Biden on the video while he was apologizing and just, like, being hand, like... Doctored Ooh. Joe Biden being handsy with actual Joe Biden in the video, and it like the tweet was just like "Welcome back, Joe" in all caps or some shit. But yeah, so uh, fuck Joe Biden. Believe women. Um, uh, Joe Biden is a piece of shit, and uh, that's all we're gonna say yep. on the matter. Um, you want to talk about Google fucking eating their own ass? 
Oh my god, I, I, I knew this panel wasn't going to fucking last. Yeah, so Google shut, Google made, like a week and a half ago, Google made uh, the Advanced Technology External Advisory Council, which is like an AI ethics board. They just kind of want to be like a watchdog for, quote, responsible AI development, which, you know, I trust Google to do that. Because Google's, like, yeah. thing is, like, don't be evil, which is, like, it's just... It's no, they took that, they literally took that out of their byline. Great. But, I mean, at the same time, that's still, like, the exact same tweet of, like, you know, my not-involved-in-human-trafficking shirt is raising many questions already answered by my shirt tweet. <laughs> like, that's just what that is. So, like, on top oh, of that... that's such a good shirt. Yeah. They also hired, um, two... Ex- Drone guy? What's that? Not only... Okay. So, not only did they hire drone guy... Who are not drone women's actually? So hashtag hire more women guards. Uh, hold on, hire more women guards. Yes, um, Diane Gibbons of Trumbull Unmanned, um, which is an unmanned. To be to, to clarify, because this threw me for a loop. Because the first time I saw it, I I thought they meant like the drones that like, piloted drones. rich dudes fly in a park. And I'm like, I would have just assumed like the ones that they get like video game players to use in the Middle East to shoot brown people. But I guess it's fully, like, fully unmanned, unpiloted drones. Yeah, this is just unmanned drone things. Th- th- These are just robots that they throw into the desert that shoot indiscriminately. Yeah, they they shoot people. Well, no, Matt, it's not indiscriminate. It's potential terror threats, which is brown men over the age of seventeen. No, it's yeah, no, it's it's yeah, it's literally brown men of military age. Yeah. That's literally the criteria. Yeah. They they discussed this on a recent episode of Citations Needed, which you know, obligatory shout out to Citations Needed. It's a great podcast. It's it's, it's a good fucking podcast. Yeah, um, the uh, so not in addition to that, there's also Kay Coles James, who is the CEO, who is the president of the Heritage Foundation. I'm not familiar with the Heritage Foundation, actually. So the Heritage Foundation is like a right wing. I'm just going to double check this, make sure. I, I, I think I know what the Heritage Foundation is, but I just want to make sure that I have my. OK, I, I, I went to Google Heritage Foundation and it auto completed to Heritage Foundation Jordan Peterson. So that sounds about right. Yeah, I think it, I think I, that, it, that explains it as well as anything else would. Need yeah, to. it's it's an, it's an extremely influential conservative it's a conservative think tank. Yeah, it's it. conservative research organization. Yeah. So, uh, OK, well, yeah, but just you could just call them think tanks because it's. Yeah, <laughs> that's what. Yeah, but yeah, K. Coles James is also, like, an extremely virulent transphobe, like, publicly. Like, on top of all that other stuff. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I mean, if you're, like, a conservative think tank, like, that's your whole bit. Yeah. That's, like, that's like the Manning Institute in Canada is very similar. It's just a bunch of shitty old transphobes. So, one of the other things, uh, one of the one of the other members, uh, Miss Joanna Bryson, uh, did not resign from the, uh, her, from the, uh, the advisory council because, uh, her, her justification was saying, Believe it or not, I know worse about one of the other people, which is one of the most wild justifications oh my I have ever heard. Man, remember when it was like Google's, yeah, sure, Google's collecting all your information, but it seems they're not being evil about it. And then it turns out they were being evil about it. That's like, at some point it was like, Google collects all my information, but it seems like they're at least trying to do some good with it. Yeah. And like, obviously that was naive. Like we but all at the just, same time, just, it's like we all just wanted Google to be like folding at home. Like folding at home was kind of which just what we wanted. Folding Google at home to be. was so nice. Folding at home was great, and then they made that into Bitcoin. Oh my god, that is what made Bitcoin. I mean, it did it like obviously it's not the same people behind it, but like well, but like okay, I always thought about this when I was thinking about Bitcoin because right, like the whole thing with Bitcoin is it's just like you're using your GPU to solve a bunch of like equations, right? Right to find bits. 
of coins. Yeah, so, yeah. And the whole thing with Folding at Home is it was using the processing power of PS3s as a distributed network to help solve, like, it was some kind of, like, protein folding. And that was why it was called pro- Folding at Home. And it was to, like, try to solve cancer. Yeah. That was the whole bit. And, like, what if, like... What if that but for money? Well, I mean, but just the whole thing is, like, why couldn't Bitcoin have at least been based on some kind of useful calculation? It's just doing random-ass math. It's literally just doing, like, sheets of math homework. And I don't go to school anymore. I explicitly dropped out because I didn't want to do any more fucking math homework. And then I went to school for radio broadcasting, and now I have a podcast like every other fucking white boy. <laughs> you have a podcast. You have a degree in podcasting, Matt. I have a podcast network. This is what I have done. <laughs> Look upon my works, ye mighties, and feel despair on my behalf. Yeah, I have a podcast network, and I dropped out of university, and I'm drinking a stout. A podcast network that we all cherish very dearly. Oh, no, I love Noise Space with all my heart. Noise Space, fa- noise space family good. Noise space family good. Um, but yeah, no, like, I get so mad thinking about Bitcoin. Like, th- every time you realize a way in which it's stupid, you can realize a further way in which it's even more fucking stupid. Hey, Matt, I got a quick question. What? What if it was called shitcoin? What if it was called shitcoin? Hey, you know what was good? Dogecoin. Dogecoin was not good, and just because you had a hand in the creation of Doge does not mean that you are entitled to it. It does not mean that the rest of Doge is good. Doge is good. I love the Doge memes that happen now where it's just like a kid who existed in the 90s. Yeah. And he's like playing Pokemon and going to the Pokemon movie. And I also love the Doge where Doge's wife is Isabel. Yeah. And because, they're because, very proud of their gay child. Yeah, because Doge is a girl. Yeah, yeah. No, they're they're gay and their child is also gay. Yeah, obviously. Um, Have you ever just like... Follow Kabosu on Instagram. That's an adorable dog. Yeah. But anyways, looping back around to the Google thing, the reason that's in the news again is because they uh, just decided to fucking say, you know what? Nope, we're not, do- we're not doing this. Bye. Uh, we- <laughs> we, this never happened. See, the thing is, the oh, one thing you could say... Oh, I, I know I, I know that you... Oh, my Hold God. on. Matt, sorry. I just remembered, like, a huge story that I really wanted to talk about. Go on. Go on. We'll talk about it in a little bit because it relates to Google. Yeah. Uh, the thing about Google is you don't under any circumstances got to hand it to them, but they at least realize when the winds aren't going in their direction, which makes them very different from Jack Twitter and Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. <laughs> I wish that we called him Mark Facebook. What if we called him Mark Facebook? Um, so the, um, uh, I guess we can talk about the, yeah. Uh, so the other Google thing is that um, I wanted to bring this on like two weeks ago yeah, yeah. when I was supposed to be on. But uh, I had a very bad case of the brains, and um, I mean mood. Yeah. So uh, instead, I'm bringing it now. So a couple of weeks ago, Google unveiled their uh, their new project, Stadia, which is their video game streaming thing. Which oh my god, which um purports this isn't gonna work. Which purports to just like send games to your like computer, so you don't have to worry about any of the processing on your end. I love to not own my games even more than I already don't own them. Yeah, like. Concept- conceptually, this is like some this is like some future cool shit. Like, oh shit, I don't need like a fucking fifty teraflop hard drive to fucking. I know I actually know terms. I don't know why I'm throwing out terms like I don't yeah. know what a computer is made of, but like, it, it's just like 
There, it, the thing about teraflops is even if you know what it is, it still fucking sounds fake. It sounds so fucking fake. But um, it's the fakest thing in the world. Yeah, but so Google unveiled their their new streaming technology of uh, of Stadia, which would like let you play games on your phone or your computer, or like. And there are some cool things built in there. I can't lie and say that I'm not fully in, and I, that I'm a hundred percent like not at least intrigued. Like the thing where it lets you like just say like. Oh, I'm stuck here. Find me a YouTube video that does it. But on the other hand, then yeah. there's YouTube integration problems, which is just going to be yeah. a thing because it's going to show you like how to. Do also, there's just going to be Nazis in it. Yeah, Cause you know there like, is. Because like the thing is, it's going to be like you're going to be like, okay, Google, help me figure out how to beat this boss in Nier Automata. I can't do it. And then Google will be like, okay, showing you how to beat boss in Nier Automata. And it just gives you a Jordan Peterson video. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, then it auto plays up next. It's like yeah, yeah. Clean your fucking room. Yeah, <laughs> eat, eat only meat and have absolutely disgusting cum it, as a it's, result. It's, yeah, it's a little, it's a little bit, it's a little bit hard to follow the uh, the the directors of the androids in that game because for, because it goes from become as gods, become as gods to clean your room and eat your meat. <laughs> eat your meat, but don't beat it. Eat, you absolutely cannot masturbate never under any circumstance. Beat your meat. You can't do it. Um, my favorite thing about this is, hey, remember when Google had that like nationwide contest to show. Uh, that they were going to install, like, gigabit fiber internet in a city. And then they, like, picked some random fucking city in Kansas. And then they started doing it. And then they just stopped doing it. And then pulled out all their support after the city had done so much to, like, accommodate Google. And then just never fucking talked about it ever again. Hey, remember this America where there's, like, three companies that own all the internet. And the internet sucks. And the infrastructure is falling apart. Yes. This is the best place yeah. where I could think to introduce this streaming-only thing thing where data caps exist and this is going to use four gigabytes of data an hour like the thing is the thing is that i don't trust this shit if like microsoft did it or if like sony did it like i mean i guess sony kind of does do it with ps now i guess technically but like xbox it, is going to be doing it with games pass like that's yeah, going to be a thing it is but like i, I like, I have problems with those companies doing it, but, like, I have less problems with them doing it because they are not just gonna fucking, like, remember how long the, remember how long Microsoft stuck with the Kinect after that fucking shit? Like, the Kinect was, like, you could buy the Kinect at, like, full price, like, it was still coming bundled, like, five years after it you came can get out. A con you can get a Kinect now for, like, three dollars. Yeah. And I kind of want to do it just to do some, like, fun homebrew shit with it. Yeah, you can get it now for three dollars, and, but, like... But like, like Google. Or, what if we nationalize Stadia? Right. the th The thing that I was saying was just that I barely trust Microsoft and Sony to do this stuff when they have shown dedication to keeping with this. Google's first thing out the gate, just saying, "Hey, you don't really own any of this. You're just buying the rights to play it and stream it over your fucking massive like." Over well, because you know, you know, they're not going to be able to offer the games at a lower price. No, they're not. Because, like, like, that's, that's like, a whole sticking point with the whole retail market of video games is that you could never really do that unless yeah. you're Steam, basically. Like, and what ha like, how are these games going to be archived? Because I do not fucking trust Google with one cent of, like, anything. And there, there have already been confirmed that there will be exclusives on this platform. And yeah, and, like, archiving is already so, so hard yeah. for video games like, with, like, like, you know, inter incremental updates, things right. like and PT like, like, completely disappearing. That, that court case from a couple of years ago only said that, like, only allowed the archivization of, uh, of games that are, like, the digital archivization of games, like, going over companies' heads that are over 10 years old. So, like... Yeah, and even, even then, like, 
Nintendo still will take down Super Nintendo ROMs off the end. Right, yeah. Because that Nintendo has a defense of that not being really for the purposes of archiving, but more for the sake of, you know, redistribution of things that they could otherwise be making money on, which they're not. Because which, they're like, not. They're, they're not. Because they even when they had the virtual console up, they sold, what, like 50 Super Nintendo games of the library of over 900 games? Yeah. Like, like it's stupid. Yeah. I get mad. I, I fucking love Nintendo, but, like, they're a company, and you don't trust companies. Like, it, like that's just what you have to boil down to. Games preservation is such an important thing that is just not happening, and, like, every game, no matter what game it is, deserves to be preserved as just, like, yeah. a, as just, like a thing in history. Like... There are stories to these games. There are, th- and we cannot just let these things vanish into history because there have already been countless video games that have just been lost to time, and there will. Do you know be how it's it's, it's fu- like not even like old games either. It is literally impossible to get the Scott Pilgrim. You cannot game. get the Scott Pilgrim. You cannot get PT. You cannot get um. What's the third one that people always bust out? I can never remember. Pete, but like you can't get PT anymore anywhere. And like, uh, thank God there are some archivists out there doing God's fucking work, keeping that shit like around so that like it can be seen and experienced. Yeah. By I'm PT. really, I'm really glad that the Nintendo piracy scene is strong enough that any game that Nintendo's ever released is pretty much archived somewhere at this point. Yeah. But like, it shouldn't have to come to this. Yeah, no, it shouldn't. The, the streaming tech, the streaming idea does seem like I, I get the appeal of it. Like I, I, I don't like the fact that like next year I'm probably gonna have to up, have to quote unquote. I'm probably going to upgrade to a PlayStation Five, and like I, that's another like four hundred dollars out of my pocket. But like I have no idea what the yeah. monetization, what like the price point is gonna be for this like Google thing. Like am I gonna have to pay like uh, yeah. for the games and also pay for the streaming? Am I just paying for the streaming? How much am I paying for the streaming if I pay for the games? And, I mean, they 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 like, literally are, said that so they wanted to they wanted to make it Spotify for games, which like is exciting to some people, but like raises immediate red it's, flags. It's like, exciting. Are developers even gonna get fucking paid? Exci- it's exciting to literally anyone who has never heard. of of how Spotify's monetization works. Or who doesn't care. Yeah. The yeah. vast majority of people who are like there, there heavy was, Spotify was like users, a, they don't give a shit. There was a recently big musician, I can't remember who it was, but like my brain is saying it might have been like Peter Gabriel or someone, was like going around like a like at the end of last year or the year before just saying like, yeah, my songs got played like 500,000 times last year and I made like six bucks off it. Yeah. Even, even fucking... Rick Astley out of Rick Rolling made slightly more money than that. Yeah, from the one video. Yeah. Oh. And like yeah. the, 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 just, uh, I, we are the two perfect people to have on about digital content rights management. Yeah. yeah. Because we get so fucking mad. Yeah, it's just I don't want to see these things and hit like and Google like you you mentioned Google's fiber thing but like it's not just that Go- pretty much everything Google has ever done as quote unquote an experiment has completely just crashed burned and go- and disappeared yeah which is why I'm really Plus, excited Google that Wave, they Google what what the fuck ever if you name a, if you say Google yeah. and a word after it you will probably come up with something that Google has made and abandoned in, uh, in you want to hear the really exciting years. part about it what? is that they are literally trying to buy a neighborhood in Toronto to make an experimental city fucking kill me it's called it's 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 sidewalk labs and their subsidiary of alphabet which is of course google's parent company technically not google but like it's google and like there's been a lot more pushback lately especially since like uh, new york's amazon decision because like they're like this people in the city are basically like what the fuck is in it for us yeah 
Like, wh- why why are we giving you huge sub- subsidies to build your fucking techno future garbage on the waterfront when, like, there's, like, thousands of homeless people in the city? Like, you're not doing yeah. anything. Yeah. You're not helping the existing transit network. You're not helping anything. You're just building a playground for rich people to play in, and that's fucking sucks. Yeah. And, like, there have been, like, some serious doubts about how this will even work. Like, I know you already mentioned the thing about, like, the the data caps that this will run into almost invariably because streaming this is going to cost so... is just going to be so data intensive. I mean, even without money, you just have to consider bandwidth. Like, like even, bandwidth even, is not designed... Like, even, like, Netflix is, is like, 50% of the United States bandwidth, and this is going to be a lot more. Yeah, like, like if you even if you, like, go back and watch the presentation of, like, there's a moment where, like, the guy is... where, where the person and, like doing the demo. fucking buffers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where the where the person's <laughs> on screen because the, the way that the way that it works is that like your controller is not connected to the system that it is doing. It is connected to, it is connected to a remote server that is just feeding your input into the game which is d- delivering yeah. that to your like screen. So but the thing is that, like, with all that passing around, like, you if you watch closely, you can see the guy just, like, hammering the interact button while, like, yeah. trying to, like, climb up something in Assassin's Creed. And it takes him, like, a good half second to, like, 0.75 seconds. And, like, there are games where that won't matter. Like, Assassin's Creed, I think, is genu- is probably one of the best genres for that because Assassin's yeah. Creed is very, like... Could you game. imagine a fucking fighting game? Oh, you can't play fighting... Like, fighting games <laughs> the are... All- FG- the FGC will never adapt to this oh, technology absolutely not fgc will literally never touch a game off of a streaming service like never no. like it's hard. i mean like, like melee like i'm thinking like melee players won't even play emulated melee most of the time because the input lag of even two frames will completely mess up everything yeah like even like there's still like you know there's net play warriors versus like actual like like local like local players net play warriors are almost always worse because they can't yeah. like but, like not always worse. Like there are obvious exceptions. Like uh, in in uh, Dragon Ball Fighters, um, oh uh, Hook Gang God, for example, one of like the premier, like one of the big, one of like you see his name in top eights everywhere, yeah. and he is like he was only a net play player for a good while. But like even you are just not going to see. The, there is never going to be a fighting game that comes to this. There is never going no. to be a game that requires, like, precise time. There's never going to be, like, a From Software game that comes to this, probably. Even platformers won't work Oh, that my well God, no. Them. Can you imagine trying to play Celeste with, like, even a fraction of a delay? I can't even play Celeste now. I'm bad at video games. Eh, yeah, that's valid. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah. I, I, it's just, there are so many problems with this, and I'm kind of concerned to see where this is going to go. Like... Yeah, I, I don't like, like it. I have some mild. Ex- I have some. Mi- I have a few things about it that I'm excited about. Just because. I mean, like, the main thing I'm excited for with the idea of being able to stream games is being able to play like games that would require a lot more processing power on my handy dandy Nintendo Switch. Right. Like. Like. Th- like I want to play Halo on my Nintendo Switch. Thank like. You. Like. Some, like there's some. There is something definitely attractive to like my computer is like my. Com- I've got a pretty good computer, but it's not like top of the line. There's. Oh, yeah, I got a beef boy. Yeah. There is. Some, there is. There is something pretty attractive to like being able to like you know just for example like forza horizon 4 just playing that on max settings like i'd like to see what that looks like on my computer but like the 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 cons the the potential cons at this point just really really outweigh the pros and it's going to take a long long um the the long 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 time for me to actually be okay with this the thing is this could be good but it would require two things, and that is nationalizing all internet and throwing copyright in the garbage. Yeah. So if we just do those two things, it'll be fine. Yeah, it That's only two much. things, yeah. right? Yeah. 
And um, I don't think that'll take that much. I don't think we'll have any backlash to those two things whatsoever. Um, I guess we can move into shoutouts now. Yeah. Um. So first shout out. Uh, after like twenty two days in uh in uh after after about twenty two, I'm getting my numbers mixed up because uh she was subjected to twenty two hours of solitary confinement a day, but uh after, yeah after about like. Or th- it's a couple months now, isn't it? No, it hasn't been that long. About two or three weeks worth of time. Uh, Chelsea Manning okay. has been... I- I'm going to double check the... I- I'm just going to double check out of curiosity. Because you said months yeah, yeah. and I think weeks. And I just want to make sure that uh, I'm not Time saying- is fake. Yeah. No, I-, I also just don't know what time is. So it's fine. Yeah, let's just check that real quick. Uh, four weeks. Jesus fucking Christ. Um, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Chelsea Manning, uh, as you're aware, uh, was jailed for refusing to testify uh, because she was just, like, saying that pretty much them them making trying to make her testify was just, like, them trying to put her in... Per- just them trying to get her to perjure herself. Yeah. Um, and so they were like, well, okay, go to jail um, because that's just a thing you can do for not testifying, you know? Yeah, grand juries fucking suck ass. You know how you have a right to remain silent? Yeah, not with grand juries, you don't. You don't at all. But yeah, so uh, she got uh, put uh, held in contempt of court for four weeks, uh, where she was subjected to 22 hours of solitary confinement a day. Uh, which is fucking I hate to hear unfathomable it. cruelty. Even, like, literally, even if I had, like, full amenities, I couldn't even imagine it. Oh my god, no. Like, if you just, like... If you give me everything I want, but just keep me in a room with no external communication, no way. I could not last a day, let I alone I would fucking die. I literally, I, I have a very, like, a very well-paying job currently, but I keep my old job at the gym literally just to talk to people. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would fucking die. Yeah, like, it's, Chelsea Manning is literally, like, obviously very much braver than every U.S. Marine combined. She's braver than every U.S. Marine combined. Yeah. That's, that's just a fact. Yeah. Um, but she has been released from, uh, that sort of treatment and she's just now in general population of yeah. prison you know still in prison I mean, still in prison still in prison for not saying wor- for not saying something for not saying words but you know that's just this country yeah we live in hell constantly Which, like if if obama wasn't a bitch he would have pardoned her and not just given her clemency yeah absolutely 100 percent um which like i mean it's still it's still good that he did the clemency thing but it was a bitch move not pardoning yeah uh, the thing is that Obama would still have been, even if Obama had done that, he still would have been a bitch. He was a fuck. Yeah. A pizza shit. That's always one that I He like. was a pe- Oh man, fuck. I want pizza now. We not, we need to end this podcast oh, so, so I can, can go eat. To- the, oh, is this the Topper's Pizza Party Hour Part 2? It's the Topper's Eats Pizza Party Hour Part 2. Better believe it. <laughs> um, let's talk about a couple other shout outs real quick though. Yeah, yeah. Um, Elon Musk. Yeah. Uh, no, sorry, sorry. Emo G. Ugh. Is his rapper name. Get it? Like emoji? Emoji? His name is Emo Space. I was so fucking mad when I, fi- when I realized the pun that he was making. Yeah. Because I thought he forever. was just being annoying, but he was just being double annoying. Yeah. But. It sucks. Yeah. He made a fucking SoundCloud rap where he referenced Harambe, and it's absolutely going to be edited in right here. No, it's not. <laughs> right here. <laughs> Oh, 
sipping on some bomb, baby. But yeah, it's gonna, be, a, it's gonna be in here somewhere. He did a rap on Harambe, and it was like at seven. He posted it at like seven a.m. on us on the on uh, March third on Sunday, March thirty first, just to make sure it was crystal fucking clear that this is not an April Fool's joke. This is just him yeah, doing no, he's, comedy. He's having his meltdown. May still has not ended. He is continuing to melt down into into March. Oh, yeah, God. like we are almost at a full year of meltdown. May at this point. Yeah. Um, Which, man, fucking Grimes is having a normal one, too. It's kind of sad to see, because I really liked Grimes. Yeah, I think we all did. It's, like, I know a lot of people didn't, and that's fine, and that's valid, but, like, she seemed genuinely cool for a bit. Like, she was obviously, like, a privileged white art student. Yeah, And that was, like, very much her initial vibe. But, like, she was also explicitly anti-capitalist for a bit, and then she started dating fucking Elon Musk. And now she changed her name to The Speed of Light and wants to make an album about how c- climate change is cool. Yeah, because, other, because... Like, I, 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 like enough, uh, uh, from what I know about her, like, it's obviously facetious, but, like, at the same time, read the fucking room. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, uh, country! Country music! Still racist! Yeah, absolutely. So not content with merely having one black person on their charts ever in history, and that being Hootie from Hootie and the Blowfish. His name is Darius Rucker. I know, but he's Hootie. Yeah, he is. The thing is that he is Hootie. (laughs) He's he's Hootie. Um, Um, So Lil Nas X put out this absolute fucking banger of a track. Like, I haven't touched country music in a while, ever since I went through my country phase in my teens. But um, Lil Nas X put out uh, Old Town Road, which uh, fucking slaps, fucking rips. It's a bop. Everything about it is fucking phenomenal. The thing about, like... Southern rap and country, I know they've they've definitely met before and it's been awkward most every time accidental racist was literally one of our ending songs once. Yeah. Um Well yeah, and this, then, this, like, is the, like, this is like a merge this is like just a merge of trap and country music. And Yeah, except it didn't have a white person on it and that was its crime. Right. Fun um funny side note about this. I got uh, Andrea got when I was over at Andrea, my girlfriend's house recently, uh, she got recommended a video that was like this one beat is ruining country music, and like we clicked on it because we thought it was gonna be like it was, it was we, literally just a trap beat. We thought we thought it was gonna be something insightful about like how like country music how there's like something that's just like lazy country musicians are doing or yeah. something. But it, like it was literally just this is a snap beat, and I don't like it because it's with it, that's from rap music and that's black yeah. people. Like, the they, thing is, like, co- country and rap have so much in common. Yeah. But yeah, so Lil Nas X puts out Old Town Road, and he put that out at the end of, like, last year, and, like, through just, like, sheer, just, like, I am impressed, I am just genuinely impressed with the hustle, I mean, if there, oh, yeah. if you, like, the only bootstrap story that I believe in is Lil Nas X, because he just, like, was just, like, doing shit posts on TikTok and Twitter and shit, ju- and Instagram, just to, like, just to provide the word of mouth to get his song, like, off the ground, yeah. and now it is one of, the, and now it is just, like, well, it would be, tra- it would be topping the country music charts if billboard didn't say hmm actually this is not con- this is technically not country music we don't so we're gonna take it off the charts um until so yeah and that was fucked up because it's not like that it's you know there's obviously been precedent for billboard keeping track of like multiple songs like i'm pretty sure taylor swift continues to chart on country music because she started sometimes there, even though if, she, if there's a guitar in the song then yes yeah, but like because Taylor because Taylor Swift started in country music like that like she still charts there sometimes and also on the pop charts, but because mm. Lil Nas X is black, they were like 
nah, we can't do that. And then Lil Nas was like, uh, okay, can I speak to the manager? And then Billy Ray Cyrus came out and did the, and like did a verse on the track with him. And Billy Ray Cyrus's verse on it also fucking rips. Yeah, no, okay, Billy Ray Cyrus, achy breaky heart sucks fucking ass. And <laughs> much to think about. Much to think about. <laughs> but this was good. What to heck? We for this week will stand. Yeah, actually, the end. The end for this. The end for this is just going to be like the the core. This is the end for this week. Just has to be Old Town Road. Oh no, it has to be. Yeah, the remix, of course. The remix, of course. Yes, but yes, like, yes. yeah, we will not extend this to a permanent stand. But for this week, we, we stand do Billy Ray stand. Cyrus. Yeah, we just stand like... Billy Ray Cyrus this week. Um, one more quick shout out. I want to give a shout out to all the Ontario high school students that walked out protesting Doug Ford's education cuts, Hell uh, yeah. which I kind of alluded to earlier in the episode. Like, there was huge walkouts like all across the entire province. Yeah, and. Um, like, there's supposed to be cuts that are supposed to cut, like, something like 3,000 to 8,000 teacher positions because they want to increase the maximum class size from, like, 22 to 28. Mm-hmm. Um, the general thing you got to know about Ontario's public education system is that it's pretty fucking good. Like, obviously, it still often fails disabled students and will sometimes fail students of color in the way that it uh, delivers, like, its deliverables, mostly because of conservative governments enforcing... Things like standardized testing. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, it generally does pretty good. And, like, people from the Ontario education system generally tend to do pretty well comparing to, like, you know, private schools that pay exorbitant tuitions. Yeah. Like, it's a public education system and it's robust and it's being attacked. And uh, shout out to the kids who said fuck that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, you got anything else? If not, we got. We actually have a question in our inbox. We do have a question in our inbox. I was just looking at that. Uh, this question from Tumblr user Siberian Pine. Hi. Since I'm currently in Twitter jail for saying I hope someone quote dies of plague, quote if we have if we have no deal Brexit. My question is, what's the dumbest reason you've ever been banned from a website? I once got banned from Twitter for saying uh, "turfs stop breathing" challenge. Um, but I guess just, like, saying anything negative about a turf is just kind of, like... Yeah, I also said... I, I had my account locked for saying turf should die, so... Yeah. Similar hat. Like, I mean, like, honestly, at the, honestly, sometimes it just feels like tilting at windmills saying bad things about turf on turfs on that website, because all that will happen is you will get locked out of your account for 12 hours, and then permabanned yeah. the next time you do it, because, like... I got banned from the Control-Alt-Delete forums for saying to Tim Buckley that his comic was a little racist. I, when I was very young, I got banned from the escapist forums for two weeks because, oh, because I uh, tried to make a thread where we counted to a million. <laughs> God, I love forums. They're so fucking good. And then, and like, I was just like, I, here, I'll start one. And people are like, this is fucking stupid and die. <laughs> God. Um, uh, but yeah, those we have a question from Doctor Balls Dandy. Do you think next year is the year he Pokemon goes and dies? I think this is from our old uh, yeah, that's from our predictions e- episode that we never did. Yeah, but um, we're praying, and um, I'm actually going to repost the event page on uh, the HKIP Facebook, which is literally just episode reposts right now. But I'm going to post this event to it and go. And we're all charging a spirit bomb to have Henry Kissinger die on 420. Yes, oh we're my all God. we're all putting our energy towards this. Fifth. We all need to put our put your hands up and support Goku to kill Henry Kissinger on 420. Not a th- uh, cut that, cut that. You did just say kill Henry Kissinger, Matt. I do want to let you know. 
We don't have to cut it. To have Henry Kissinger die. I live in another country. They can't get me here. Yeah, I guess so. Um, and also, I said for Goku to do it, and Goku isn't fucking real, Sarah. Oh, uh, fuck you, Goku's real. <laughs> Goku is real and strong, and he's going to legalize weed. <laughs> he doesn't give a hot gay fuck. Yeah, legalize weed, dude. <sighs> you want to get the Lightbringers? We can get to some Lightbringers. You want to go first? Uh, yeah, uh, my Lightbringer this week is probably gonna be, uh, I think I recommended this one before, but I'm gonna recommend it again because it just finished, uh, I fin- it's two, actually, uh, cause I finished watching two animes this week. One was Run With The Wind, which is a show about cross-country running, um, I, I guess, I guess cross-country, long distance, whatever it's called, but, um, it's- it, it took, it, it took like a couple, I, I, I was going to say it took a couple of episodes, but really I just kind of fell in love with the entire show from episode one. Um, the, the only gripe I had about it is that like the main character kind of fucking sucks ass until the first, uh, until like the 11th episode, but like there is yeah. an ensemble cast of like 12 characters and him just kind of being a turd doesn't really deter you from enjoying the rest of the fr- of the rest of the characters who are all fucking delightful. The end of the show is so emotional and heartfelt and it made me cry and like one of the best sports anime I've ever seen. Um Hell yeah. Uh Promise Never uh the other anime that I want to talk about is Promise Neverland, which is I'm not going to say much of anything about except for there are three children and they are very they have very big brains and they live in a house with a bunch of other children who have also pretty big brains but not as big as their brains. And it's a fucking phenomenal anime, and I really can't wait for the second for the second season. God, I I never watch anime, but I really enjoyed this season of Mob Psycho 100. Yeah, I'm really. Like, it was really fucking good. The uh, thing, I'm, like, I'm watching Mob Psycho, or not? I'm watching Shin Sakayori with Sophie right now, which is another really good yeah. anime. Um, and when we finish that, we're gonna get right into Mob uh, Mob season two. Yeah, the thing about Mob is that one, it's zero percent horny. And that's really, like, a lot of people's complaints well, about 0%. trying to get an anime. Have you seen the way Studio Bones animates Reagan? That's what people keep saying to me. And you cannot deny Reagan his inherent sexuality. He's just a sexual being, and we have to, we have to cope with that. He's got, like... He's got horny he's energy. He's got the energy. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, it's just... The whole show is about friendship and kindness yeah. in a way that I don't feel is tackled by, like, kind of shonen anime it's, it's, in general. It, it is a masterful deconstruction of the shonen anime, and, it's, and that is a field that one, that one the author, likes to likes to work in as evidence. God, fucking One Punch Man Season 2 premieres, like, in a week. Yeah, so I was going to say, as evidenced by One Punch Man, which is another deconstruction of the shonen genre, which is just a hero that you literally cannot beat and will just kill you with one touch. And but also just, like, doesn't care and wears shirts that say tits on it. Yeah. It's not as good as Mob Psycho 100. Mob Psycho 100 no, is, not like, a, not, a, not even close. Yeah, because Mob Psycho 100 also does not have some of the weird homophobia that uh, One Punch yep. Man had. It does have that weird episode in season one where they do put on, where they do the funny dress thing, but it, it that's, yes. like, that's like a 30-second bit, and it's very easily skippable. Yeah. And it's worth skipping, if you ask me. Yeah. Well, like, yeah, the whole episode basically just boils down to, like, he's a creep who liked who didn't think, uh, who, who haunted the school because girls wouldn't talk to him. Cool. Big fucking whoop. Yeah. <laughs> Just, you skip the whole episode. That's the thesis. Um, but actually that wasn't even going to be my, my Lightbringer this week. My Lightbringer was going to be an episode of the podcast Dog Island because all I do is recommend podcast episodes on this now. Uh-huh. Uh, Dog Island is generally a, like, Halifax-focused leftism podcast, which is, like, a very, very niche topic. 
and I don't expect a lot of people to be really into that, but they did an episode um, talking about like union in the games industry. Nice. And just talking about like how labor in the games industry works in general. And it is just a really fucking good episode of podcasting. Like they ask a lot of really insightful questions and they're jokey enough the whole time that it's like really entertaining to listen to. And also I just really like the podcast dog Island. I don't even live in Halifax and I barely even know people who live in Halifax, but it's like they're enough of like good personalities that it's fun to listen to them talk about it anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's gonna, yeah. You want to move? That's podcast. Yeah. Cleanup time. Cleanup time. All right. So, uh, uh, thank you for listening to this week's episode of Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die, Not a Threat, Just a Fact. Um, we are HKIPGTD everywhere. That is us on Twitter. That is us on Facebook. That is us on Tumblr. That is us on Reddit. Thank you to Reddit user Bisexual Punch Party for setting that up and maintaining it. You are an unsung hero, except, well, you are a sung hero, but we should sing you more. Um, yes. Uh, and also on Patreon, if you would like to support the show, we are, we have $1 a month gets you access to everything. Uh, any post-show, pre-show, extended Lightbringers. Uh, our most recent one was uh, uh, a new thing we're doing called Cut for Time, uh, where uh, it's good. Yeah, it's it's a bit of a deep it's a bit of a deeper dive into a topic than we normally get into on a week, except for last week when we spent thirty minutes on Garfield eats. But okay, that was really fucking. No, no, good it was good. I, I don't mean again. actually. I wanted to give an update on that. Um, my friend Jay, who is a listener of the podcast, lives in Toronto. Okay, they're launching the app properly next week. He is going to order the Garfield pizza. Updates will be given on the show. <laughs> I cannot wait. <laughs> it is going to happen. Um, but yeah, uh, our, uh, Alex did a cut for time about racism in fashion, and it's really fucking good. Um, me, and, me and Eden are eventually doing one about the founding of the NDP party yep. in Canada. And, which, uh, like, if we've you, been threatening it for ages. It's going to happen. If you like the Game of the Thrones, um, we've got uh, like six. We've probably got like six instead of Lightbringers about that coming up because uh, yep. they're going to talk about uh, a bunch of... Not ever, not me, but like other people. On I'll the be show, there. Uh, who are going to be talking about uh, a storm of swords, and it's going to be good. Um, Which is like, even if it's not your favorite book, you cannot deny that it is the slappingest book in the A Song of Ice and Fire series. I can deny it, but that's an argument for a different day because I just have a. That's fine. I just love a feast for crows with all my heart. Um, it doesn't like it's good, but it's not slapping. Like there's a difference between good and slaps. I think that I think that feast slaps. Okay, fine. But we can go on. This five bucks. Thank a month, our patrons. Five bucks a month gets you uh, special user stats in the Discord and also uh, fucking uh, what's the th- oh yeah get your name right on the show I completely forgot uh, ten bucks a month uh, all that stuff uh, gets you plus you get to listen to our podcast yeah, you get to as we to the podcast live it. like before people are doing right now we should do these earlier recordings <laughs> we should do these early recordings yeah we usually do not get four people yeah. But, um, so, uh, we also shout out on the podcast. So, thank you to Dr. Activisionary, Butt Chuggington, Roan the Other V, Berg, Burgermeister, Fully, Auxima- Fully Automated Luxury Gay Space Hellcat, Stephanie Ruff, Pregnant Seinfeld, David Besser, Oh, Whoa, What's This, Alex Schaup. I froze for a second there because I thought I mispronounced it. And I was no, like, it is Schaup. Okay, good. Uh, Oingo Zuma Kuwa Boingo, uh, Six Armed Sweater. The one furry that constantly changes their name. Nick Vern. Alex Hoot. Dickbutt is the real Jesus. Maximilian Rower. Tuster McGee. Kangaria. 
Bryant, Mogu, Nick Clarkson, Kadejo, Flo Siegel, Sophie, Destry Hawk, Single Pair, Sonic Empreg, PR the Disaster, The Tallest Jew, Michael Weem, Surrey Jack, Non-Binary with Left Beef, Hank Hills, Hentai, Hankering, Summergeist, Helga K, 1,000 Gengars, Harry Tomlinson, Oh, that's a new Dijon one. Dijon Nays, Actual Socialist, <laughs> Elon the Musk, Chaz Goblin, Paul Blart, Fre Paul Blart Fleshcart, <laughs> <laughs> Evan, Ali Anders, and Ellen the Anarcholalandiest. Man, Ellen the Anarcholalandiest really is the perfect one to end on. It really is. Thank you, Ellen. We love you. Thank you for being our computer scare. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, Ellen the Anarcholalandiest. Yeah, exactly. Oh, God. Citations Needed is really good, guys. Listen to it, please. Uh, thank you uh, thank you again very much to uh, At Legit Tay Updates for coming on to do that interview with us. Uh, fucking yes. phenomenal that we were able to. Uh, thank you so much for responding to us and uh, getting back to us and doing this with, with us. Uh, we really, really appreciate it. Um, thank you to uh, the taxpayers for the, the fact that we get to use their song Evil Men off of the album Cold Hearted Town. Absolute slapper. Uh, thank you very much to Noisepace.xyz, the podcast hey, that's me. that everyone loves. Um, yeah, go listen to all the podcasts on there. Uh, my pick this week is City Girls Make Do, as it is all weeks, because City Girls Make Do is one of it's 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 one of my favorite podcasts on the network, and also just one of my favorite podcasts. It's very good, <laughs> and I'm not just saying that because I am uh, I am the boyfriend of the show. Yeah, no, it's it's a really really good show. Um, and. Uh, Anything else? We'd oh yeah, we're also on Spotify. Uh, yes, so HKIP yeah. is on Spotify, uh, and also every other noise space show will be on Spotify as soon as I bother to do it. Yep, because I'm just gonna do it myself because it's easier. Sounds like a plan. Um, but uh, yeah, thank you for tuning in. Uh, thanks for listening to this week's episode of Turning and Just Pokemon going to die, not a threat, just a fact. And until next time, Memento Pokemori. Memento Pokemori. Like a rock star, spend a lot of money on my brand new guitar. Baby's got a habit, diamond rings and Fendi sports bras. Riding down Rodeo in my Maserati sports car. Got no stress, I've been through all.